0: And if you like my show, then I want to tell you about a hilarious parenting podcast called What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. It's hosted by Amy and Margaret, who are both comedians and moms of three. But that's where the similarities end, because Margaret is laid back to the max, and Amy loves making lists and planning ahead. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, Amy and Margaret wrestle with a common parenting issue using research, lively debate, and tons of humor. So if you're stuck at home right now with your kids, this is the perfect escape check out What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts or at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Hey everybody, it's Robin McMahon here, and I am here with Kristen and Kave, who are two pretty amazing people who have got this amazing product called Wits and Marbles, and I'm going to get them to tell you all about that in a minute, but what I wanna tell you is about these two amazing human beings who are really dedicating their life to making a difference in the lives of children, especially at this time when there's a lot of confusing things going on in the world. So I have Kristen here, and Kristen is uh, is a school teacher who has struggled with her anxiety as a child, uh, really for most of, of her life. And um, really, um, she, she really wants to have an open and honest conversation about feelings about emotions and uh, and that's one of the reasons why she's here as the co-founder and then Kave, uh her partner he grew up with a mom with a diagnosis of schizophrenia um and a lot of um a lot of mental illness as well in the family so do i have that all right and is does that sort of explain how you came to a place where you really want to educate people on emotions on uh, mental health and wellness is, is that accurate
1: well I would say that that is 90% accurate the only 10% is that those were the foundations for why we wanted to do this the triggers for actually doing this though in my case was uh, or is uh, my five-year-old son and Mm -hmm. Kristen's his non-wicked stepmother. Uh,
2: (laughs) I covered up my wart for today.
0: (laughs) Good, I love it. And
1: and then also on Kristen's side uh, was obviously the students uh, expressing, and you could always mention that, but it's it's definitely, those were our triggers.
0: Mm -hmm. Ah, gotcha, okay. And so what is Wicks and Marbles? So,
2: Wits and Marbles is a company that we created um, geared towards opening up conversation, opening up a safe, a safe space for children with their parents to be able to talk about their feelings. Mm. This is um, a really a passion project for us considering our, our paths, our histories, and also our, the current state that we're in. Uh, Kaveh being a father to Jackson, his five-year-old son, and me being his stepmother. Uh, but also being a teacher and the experiences that I've come across over the last few years. Um, and really registering how my life is being sought through what they're seeing as well. I can see myself in them, um, in the insecurities that I had, the stresses, the anxieties. Nothing's changed in that respect. The only the mm-hmm. only difference is now that there's more of a name and there's um, more of a stigma attached to it, which is what we've really set out to, to accomplish is trying to take away that stigma.
0: And so what you're saying is, is, is all of the stress and the anxiety that you felt as a child, you're still seeing it in kids. Nothing has changed and absolutely. nothing has happened to, to cure it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. When I went back to school to become a teacher, uh, nothing could have prepared me for my first year of teaching. You go to school, you go to teacher's college, you, you learn how to do lesson plans, you learn how to do assessments, you learn how to engage with children but nobody tells you that most of your day is dealing with the internal struggles that they're facing. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the days that I refer to the most and I reflect on the most, which is what catapulted this uh, for me anyways, was that I realized in this one day, I wasn't gonna get anything done. And I think being a good teacher is knowing when you can't teach and I couldn't teach. There's nothing I could have said, I couldn't have yelled, I couldn't have screamed, I couldn't have put together a better lesson plan if I tried. The point was that there were kids worried about their uh, mom's boyfriends being deported, bullying, Mm -hmm. uh, girls teasing other girls, best friend fights, uh, some boys thinking, I don't have problems, I don't wanna talk about it, I'll deal with it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Inadequacies of trying to live up to a father's expectations. These are the things that happened just in one day, in one glimpse of Mm -hmm. an eye, and I thought, this is it. Class is over let's just talk. And the floodgates opened and I was shocked by what I heard. And the problem is that if I wasn't there to talk about it, I don't know who would have been there for them. So it's really about bringing the conversation home, uh, making sure that parents know what's going on in their child's life is where Mm -hmm. I want um, our focus to
0: be. Wow. So, um, okay. And, and I want to, w- we want to talk about this amazing kit that you have uh, for parents, for families. It's really a whole family kit uh, because I really love what you've put together here. And I think it has so much value for so many families. Thank you. Um, but I, yeah, but I want to talk about, you know, you know, so you've got all these kids, right? And, and, and I'm assuming that uh, all of these kids in that class that you're talking about, Kristen, uh and, and I'm assuming you didn't know all of those things before when everybody was kind of wild. And then as soon as you created a space that was safe, uh, where they could share, you learned all of this stuff.
2: Absolutely, right? absolutely. Okay. So my strategy there and for any other teacher out there was to just do a, a blind uh, test. I gave everybody a piece of paper. Do you have a problem? Do you want to speak with me? When can I speak with you? Mm-hmm. Um, I made it a priority in my day to make sure my students knew that they had somebody that they could come to anytime, any place, anywhere. Right.
0: That's really cool. So that's your perspective, like from a teacher's perspective, and then Kaveh, your son, right? This yes, really happened yes. for you for your son, right? It did,
1: absolutely. So
0: h- how did you connect the dots here between being a dad and this?
1: Uh, for, for me, it was mainly the initial going through uh, a mom with schizophrenia, speaking with herself and, and to, in different voices and things like that. And, and witnessing that also being, um, a pair, of my parents got divorced, I'm an only child. A lot of uh, check marks there. Uh, and then going through that though, and really internalizing a lot because of that. And always being around people uh, that were older than me or adults because of the fact that I was an only child had a certain effects on me. And then once I actually had a son uh, and then I promised myself that there'd be, I would have to find something to do to never make him feel like that again and never have to feel like he has to internalize again uh, to a point where I wanted to ensure that he has a safe space to be able to speak freely and openly, but also at the same token, um, be aware of his own feelings, be mindful of his own feelings. uh, And then fortunately, that same kind of ethos Kristen also believes. And then we put our heads together. We put some ideas around of how can we tackle this this mindful, emotional wellness uh, issue that's going on and it's most important to tackle the onset. So we figured that, okay, let's do this for Jackson. Let's do this for your students. And uh, let's see if we can do something as soon as possible. And that's how it all came about.
0: Mm. So, so with your son, you know you you not wanting to repeat the same pattern which i think is so uh, so wonderful um to break that cycle right and and you know we were talking before you said there was a lot of shoving emotions down right so you definitely didn't want that experience for your own child and um how you know how how are you different with him and how do you get to understand his inner thoughts what are you doing to so, do that.
2: Kaveh is incredible. Uh, is an, an I like incredible this interview, father. <laughs> by the way. This is great.
1: Keep going, guys.
2: <laughs> he's paying me under the table right now. Um, he, he's an incredible father who truly believes in an open and honest relationship. Like, there's a no holds bar. Um, and that's great from our perspective that we can always talk to Jackson and Jackson feels open enough to talk to us. But the other problem that Jackson's going to face is the external environments that when we go out in public, when we're grocery shopping, or if we're at Disney World, wherever we are, he's adorable. So people will say, oh, you're, you're with your mom, or oh, you're with your, your dad. And nowadays, that's not necessarily the case. And I'm not his mom. And I wanted him to be able to be strong enough uh, to understand that we are a different family unit. Uh, I, I know that I'm not his mom, he knows that I'm not his mom, but we are best friends. And we wanted to be able to create a a safe space for him to come to us with a conversation about what's going on outside of our family unit and what's going on inside. So Kavi's really um, encouraged him to be open and honest about his feelings, um, giving him conversation starters and giving him the opportunity to speak openly about how he feels.
1: And and also one of the key things that practically I've actually done and also we do and regarding that best friend thing is that she's told him that don't worry about if anyone says uh, is that your mom you can you can willingly say no she's not my mom but she's my best friend Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as things like the coronavirus where um, a lot of people tend to be hesitant to say it and eat to each their own every parent has the right to decide for their own children Uh, but for me my choice was to purposely let him know every aspect of it from all the way from the extremes of sometimes it feels like you're breathing in glass, uh, all the way over um, to it's, it can have similar symptoms to a flu, people are dying and things like that. And he's only five, but the way we present it and the way we speak about it obviously is tailored to his age, uh, but at the same token, it, we're giving him a realistic pr- a picture rather than a suppressive one, uh, but again, still tailored to his age, evidently, uh, and we feel that through that he's opened us, uh, opened up more to us naturally, and, and that's just been a great gift. Of course, there's certain things that he he internalizes, and we're trying to work on those. That's always a work in progress, but at least we're mindful of it uh, to a certain degree
0: yeah and i look i think i think kids are all very different and you have to choose what's right for your child uh you know and and i have lots to say about all of that stuff i mean I um you, you not every child is the same and, and there are kids yes, with anxiety they, and they hear those things and breathing in glass is like not something you want to say 100%. Yeah, um but, um, but, you approach but it you're, differently. but you're meeting your child where they are right yes. here's the thing not talking about it, uh, your kids are already hearing things about it. And if you don't address it, they're going to make up their own minds and who knows what they're thinking, Mm -hmm. right? And they may be catastrophizing it. They, you know, or, or who knows what they're thinking, right? So it's really important that we do meet them where they are, notice where they are, and then speak to them appropriately. And also make sure that, you know, you don't have the news on with all of the, cause they are never going to show the, okay. the good parts. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's just all the doom and gloom, right, and the yes. scary stuff. And, um, yes. you know, here's the thing though, is that, you know, what you're saying is great. There are very few parents uh, although they're more and more every day, who have the emotional intelligence to meet their kids where they are, who um, who can say, hey, you know, what are you feeling and thinking? Because what we don't really realize is when we become parents that our kids are over in one area. You know, they're like in their own bubble of feelings and needs and thoughts and and you know aspirations, and so are we. Yes. And what happens is they communicate with us and we take it the wrong way. We take it personally because mm-hmm. we have all this baggage, all this pain, all this other stuff going on with us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that does make it hard to connect with our kids because we feel that we get manipulated by them or they Absolutely you know, are or disrespected by them. So what what is really helpful and what you are helping to do is to teach the parents while they're teaching their kids. Because let's be honest, we didn't grow up with our parents teaching us the language of feelings and needs right
1: no, no definitely I did not right either.
0: not but, your mom for sure no, right no, definitely having not. a serious mental illness right Absolutely. um and so you know and I know this for many backgrounds of different cultures and you know all, all that you know it's it's something that is relatively new but what we know is that when you can speak of your emotions and when you can just talk about it it's it, there is a, a principle in the brain or it actually it's not a principle it actually happens to name it is to tame it right because you're using your left side of your your brain to go to the activated emotional part of your brain and it releases soothing neurotransmitters okay. which helps to calm you down so if you can say actually i'm scared i'm really scared uh-huh. That will actually calm it down. So there is a benefit nice. to parents and to kids to to know that naming it is a good idea and that um, emotions. You know, your five year old is um has big emotions or emotions, and they may not even know what they are. You know, uh-huh. any small child, right? They may not know what they are. They they can't deal with them. They can't articulate them. So to be able to have your parents say, "Oh no, you're just scared. This is what scared feels like," normalizes it too, right? And it's like, Absolutely. okay, well, this feeling doesn't have to be so scary because I don't have the words for it yeah. right that's why this is so important in my opinion
1: <laughs> well no we, we agree and actually our belief is exactly what you said which acknowledgement is the first step our next uh step for us is the origin of it where it comes from why how and then understanding that and if it's if it's in a predicament to be able to confront it obviously as well then confront and then eventually then devise a plan now that you've acknowledged you know where it's come from you've confronted it and now you devise a plan to fix it diffuse it or just place it where you know it is and be able to control it uh, Mm -hmm. without suppressing it
0: and you have to also understand that sometimes that feeling shows up as behavior that is not lovable that is really uh you know makes you feel manipulated makes you feel angry makes you feel Mm -hmm. disregarded disrespected all of those things right so you have to stop Two, and say, okay, what is the story I'm telling myself about my child right now? What are Absolutely. they really feeling and needing?
2: Yes. And then
0: you go and search. So you have to put yourself out of it. And that's the trouble that's the trouble because our kids make us feel like we did as kids when we were disrespected, when we weren't, um, you know, maybe we were neglected or we were, um, you know, disregarded and told that what we think and feel don't matter. Right. And then all of a sudden our kids come and they mirror that back to us. And it's like, we have triggers and we blow up too. Right. So really uh, we, we, and, and I think it's important to acknowledge that, right. That we have our own stuff that we bring to the table that we, when we have kids, don't really know that that's going to be a problem until it is a problem, and we're like, oh, why? Why is my mother's voice coming through my mouth? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, look, we know that it's hard um, to talk to our kids, um, but let's talk about this state right now that we're in there, um, and I and I want to talk about two main uh, themes that are going on right now. One is um, the coronavirus. Like, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? What's going on with them? but also Black Lives Matter and systemic racism is so front and center right now. Um, and really what I see this is, is this pain that people are feeling is really a wake up call to us all to do better. You know, So I can see this shifts happening, but our kids are seeing it too. So what is going on in their minds and how is it affecting their lives? If you can answer those questions, I think that would be really helpful so from first from the
2: pandemic perspective i mean both sorry from both of these pandemic perspectives um these situations have always been around um they have been internalized by a lot of children they may not have been able to have voiced it um a lot of children are scared to go out they're scared to try new things they're scared to be on their own uh so in that viral pandemic situation this is really just elevated things um for children not to be able to communicate with their friends uh, at school is is creating a problem so it's it's i don't want to call it anxiety because i, I don't want to label it as something that needs to be um diagnosed these are worries they're general worries they're um you know, kids overdramatizing sometimes. Uh, what could happen next when they don't know for sure? So the initial starting a conversation is going to be the most important for uh, for children. In terms of the uh, Black Lives Matter campaign, Black lives have always mattered. Uh, the problem is that we don't recognize it enough. And me, as uh, growing up and still being a white person. Um, my perspective is going to be very different than from Kave's. Um, we had very different upbringings. I didn't know half of the things that were going on uh, in the world around me because I was raised in a very white community. Um, and so I realize now that it is my priority. Uh, yes, there's a white privilege that I've grown up with, but my my problem is now I need to make it a priority. Uh, of mine to make sure that my students know that their lives matter um, because I we live in Toronto and and teaching in Toronto we're a multicultural society here um, and I need to make sure that all of these students feel represented they feel that there's equity they feel that there's equality they need to feel like they matter just as much as everybody else when the system has been set up to make them think that they don't
0: you are currently listening to the parenting our future podcast I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And please don't forget to subscribe and I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with me, all my details are in the show notes and for a copy of my book, go to yellingcurebook.com. Now back to the show.
1: As far as these pandemics, I also think that we Unfortunately, need some of these pandemics as as catalysts in order to be able to confront something we need the media and everyone else get behind it to force us into this conversation. Our goal is not to be reactive with these things anymore. Our goal with these kids is to actually be proactive with the learning, the conversation, the openness and the mindfulness.
0: -hmm well and and really that really does bring us full circle because you do have a wellness kit for families right wits yeah. and marbles right um, and um, and so what really I, I want to start I kind of I, I want to start talking about it because let's I do it. Right. let's do it thank, so, you. thank so you thank I, you I I ordered one for myself uh, because did. I wanted yeah. it so badly so um, Thank you. Really, can you explain why you have the kit, what it's for, what it's about? And then I want to go through each piece here because it's so cool,
2: so cool. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) you. Our kits are designed for ages 4 to 12. Um, Again, this is for children. We're trying to, again, get ahead of the problem um, and we want to create a safe space. So we came up with five different ways that we can communicate with our children. Um, I can speak first about the book. So in every kit, uh, children will receive a book, a themed book. Um, From a teacher's perspective, this is what we do at school. We try to make connections. So if children maybe don't have worries or you don't think your children have worries, they can identify with one of the characters, maybe what they're feeling, what they're thinking emotionally or physically. Mm -hmm. Um, They're able to make connections to, to the characters in the book and take something out of it. Um, We also have activity cards. So they're able to get out, move, um, be thoughtful, be mindful, answer open-ended questions where there's no wrong answer. It's just, let's have a conversation to
0: discuss. Okay. I want to stop for one second and talk about the book because the book that I have here uh, that was in my kit, Stress Can Really Get On Your Nerves, is a cute little (laughs) book. But what I what I love about it, you have chosen something that is really thoughtful. Not only does it portray um, all all colors and nationalities, which I think is really really important. Everybody needs to be able to see themselves mm-hmm. represented, yes. and I think that's really great. And um, and this is um, you know you've got questions in here like, does the news make you nervous? Like, what a great if if you're a parent and you don't know where to start, this is a great place to start because the reality is is we want to do the best for our kids but what if we don't know what if we had a horrible childhood and the reality is that's all we have to go back on you know this the, the most important job in the world being a parent we have zero training for all we have is what we uh, experienced as as kids and so you know even this this was my favorite page does your schedule stress you out that's the question in the book. And I mean, how often do we say to our kids, hey, by the way, let me check in with it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this schedule stress you out. Like,
1: you get, over you get over to dance, get over to dance.
0: Well, are you gonna Taekwondo in five minutes? Tell me quick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like it? Well, too bad. No, I mean it's it's really really great. So um, I just, from my own perspective, from you know what I do, but also just loving that this is so inclusive and has such great questions Thank for you. parents to ask, for kids to answer, and then it has facts and 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 information. And then you just, Kristen talked about the cards, and so I I don't want to just go quickly past them. These are really beautiful cards cards that you you have they and and they're heavy stock they're they're coated so they're durable too you can spill your coffee on them and I think they're (laughs) fine they're coasters as well yes yes Yes, they are (laughs) oh awesome I love it um so here's here's what you here are some of your um of the questions here find some times today that you feel you can smile and notice how you feel like Mm -hmm. oh like that That's a great question. I love it. And then, um, how can you help your body today? Did you ride a bike, take a walk or do jumping jacks? Um, would you rather, this is another one. Would you rather try a new vegetable that you've never had before or learn a new language and why? Like how cute. Isn't that telling though? Like if you, if you take a look to simple questions, try a
2: new vegetable, try something new. So much can come out of that question. There's yeah. no wrong answer there. Kids are going to feel safe because they don't know, you know, what the the repercussions could be from that. But it's so telling to a parent um, about what a child would pick or what they wouldn't pick and why they wouldn't pick. The discussion that can come out of that is huge. We also have some
1: direction oriented cards as well. Uh, They're not all open-ended as well, just for the sake of, I know some parents also like for us to ensure that we close the loop on the direction uh, Mm -hmm. in addition to that. And some case they're open-ended. There's self-reflection. There's also some action cards. There's physical exercise cards, uh, just some mindful cards, visualization cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a different daily activity card
0: in it it's really really good and um, what, what I really like about it is these who these are written by a pretty like you have you yes. have asked for support by some pretty
1: we have yes too. so we are first and foremost and most importantly we are not medical professionals we are exactly who we said we are we're not hiding a, a medical degree somewhere in our back pocket uh, the reality is is that uh, I'm, I'm a, we're, we're parents Uh, She's a teacher and we're just, you know, part of the human race. Uh, But there's a woman that is, uh, has a PhD named Nina Newlight based out of Los Angeles. Uh, And she's one of our educational advisors. And she won an Emmy Award as well for one of these cartoons on Netflix. And she is the one that has written those activity cards because you would not want us to write those activity (laughs) cards. Uh, But definitely they're, they're ones that are well thought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and something that, uh, that Jackson and my sons loved as well.
0: That's awesome. And let me add, if, if I may, one thing too, that sure, you know, sure. for any parents asking open-ended questions or at, uh, trying to get to know their kids better, understand them, please slow down and listen. Mm -hmm. slow down, put your phone down and really listen. And I know that that means that you may have to lean into your own anxiety, that you have a million other things that you want to be doing. And maybe the last thing that you want to do is listen to your son or daughter talk about uh, Minecraft. In my case, I I only know boy related (laughs) things that they want to talk about, but you know, whatever it is like, you know what? They still want to be heard and, and being heard feels like love you know when you can really listen but you listen to understand not listen to respond you listen without judgment if you want your child to pick learning a language over a vegetable that's not the purpose of that card right that's not the purpose it's to understand them better to get inside their mind and listen and the more you listen the more they will want to talk to you and and although I talk for a living, I also listen for a living. And, um, you know, we, we so want to be heard as parents, too. We really want to talk and we want to teach and we want to, you know, uh, give them our wisdom. But listening is so much more powerful and really to talk less and listen more is how you start to build those strong relationships with your kids. It's absolutely a really game changer. I think
2: it's also important to listen to dialogue uh, between siblings when you're not even, or they Mm. don't even know that you're around. I know from my experience as a teacher, some of the most telling days I've had was when I had lunch in my classroom, just listening to everybody else's conversation. Mm. What was going on home? What was going on with friends? There's so much going on in these kids lives and they speak more openly and freely with friends. Mm. Um, so it's very telling. I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. Listening is so important.
0: Yeah. And and it's interesting that you said that there's so much going on in their lives. I think that we can easily discount that and disregard it. Like they are, whether we like it or not, they notice things, they feel things. Yeah. And if we are stressed and, 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 this whole thing with the coronavirus with black lives matter we really have to do our part to set the example for our kids whatever that example looks like and that might mean that we need to learn some things um like i did with um my, my one of my last podcasts um, which was about white privilege and learning myself how I haven't known and Kristen I, I'm like you I grew up in a in a predominantly white uh, community and um, and we just didn't really talk about it it wasn't really a thing um, and and I see now how I have so much to learn that I didn't know before and uh, and so as parents we do have a responsibility to at least get our information as best we can we're always doing our best but Mm -hmm. to look for, for, for information that, that honors and values, you know, everybody really, you know, just power. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. and
2: There's so much one way communication now as well. Um, again, being a teacher collaboration is so difficult because kids don't know how to work together anymore. It's Mm -hmm. video games, it's books, it's, um, iPads. It's a lot of one way communication, but what I do know is that they're listening. They're listening to the news. They're listening to their parents' conversations, to their parents' okay. stresses, their parents' worries. They know what's going on, whether or not they verbalize it. So it's so important, like you said, to, um, to turn this conversation back and keep that open dialogue and, and listen to what's going on in their heads. Otherwise, we won't know.
0: Well, yeah. And, and you know what? You have this really great um, calendar that comes with it as well. And and uh, what, what I love, and I, I want to explain it because um, I also think parents can do this as well, right? So you have, you know, the whole week here, this is a whole month worth of, uh, of weeks here, and you've got a little checklist like, I laughed today, or I solved a problem today. I exercised, I meditated, I read for 30 minutes, I made time for myself, I had good thoughts, I used a visualization strategy, and I made or achieved a goal. Um, and I think that's that's so great. And, and also something that maybe parents can reflect on too. Like, yes. what did I do today? You know, <laughs> like, no. like, I
1: have a feeling a lot of photocopies may happen.
0: Yes, I, I would. I would 100%. I hope so.
1: It is a well, good like, thing
0: but the other thing too is that we can't just focus on the kids and their feelings and their, their emotions and and what's happening with them. We also need to be honest about ours too. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that, you know, I talk to the parents that I work with about is, you know, saying to your kids, you know what, I'm actually, I'm feeling really agitated right now. And maybe you wouldn't say it in such a calm way, but I'm feeling really agitated right now. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling stressed. And so what I need to do is go in my room and just have a nap. Or what I need to do right now is go for a walk because I don't want the way I feel to affect you. Or I don't wanna say something angrily that actually has nothing to do with you. So really actually actively yeah. speaking in the language um, of feelings and needs, right? That's how you breed emotional Absolutely. intelligence in your kids too. I know it because I, my kids do it. In yeah. fact, yeah. Uh, I had a, I had a situation where I was with my, my son. We had a really rough doctor's appointment for him. Uh, he was mad at me for whatever reason. And then I was upset with him afterwards. And, and I said, I, I'm not sure I can talk to you right now because I'm feeling really embarrassed. I'm feeling really frustrated and I'm actually really upset. And he's like, mom, I'm going to do what you do. And I said, okay. And he said, tell me how you're feeling right now. And so I I told him again, like I, well, I am, I'm upset. And I'm, and he's like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Like it was the <laughs> cutest thing ever, right? So he sees me do that. Yeah. He hears me do that. I do that with him. And uh, and I mean, really, they don't do what we say. They do what we do.
1: That's really <laughs> incredible that you guys have that open and honest relationship. It's rare, but our goal, obviously, with these kids is to make it more prevalent. Uh, but it really is amazing that you guys do that. So congrats. Oh,
0: and, and thank you. you. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. And I, I've been through a lot yeah. of pain uh, to get sure.
1: to Sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to go through pain sometimes to appreciate the good, but it's It's great that you guys still have that uh, in spite of the pain
0: yeah exactly yes yeah so um okay i'm sorry i know i cut you off when we when you were talking about all of the wonderful things but i think it's just so important for people to really hear what you actually do so um so the calendar and then uh and then you have a user guide first and foremost right for every parent to know how to use this kit right Uh,
1: we do and and we also have uh, so that user guide has some activities in it as well we also have a sensory toy for focus and calmness uh, sometimes it could be a fidget ring. You have the Tangled Junior there that a lot of kids love.
0: And adults. <laughs> and adults, yeah. It Kristen is the first thing it. I took out of the box and took yes. out of its little box and handed it to my son right away. And then the dog yes. did grab it for a second. But now I have it, so I love it. <laughs> uh,
1: and dogs all... love
0: it, too. The kids are for dogs as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> anyway, anyone. Uh, and also, we have uh, a cooperative game. Now, in this particular case, in your 9 to 12 kit, it is a, a, it's called the brain game or something to that effect and has a yeah. problem solving aspect to it. Uh, and that's really what it, it, it refines in the four to eight kit in our, in our first kit, it's hugs and tickles, uh, which again allows uh, more so doing good a little bit more it is more the main focus in that game. Uh, and, and in future we have an inclusive, because our next kit's going to be an inclusivity uh, kit. So in that particular case, it's going to be the game will be tied to that as well.
0: That's awesome, and and so you bring up a point that I don't know that we uh, that we covered uh, is that there are kits for different ages. Right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so I did order the one for older kids because my kids yes, are a little bit older. older. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. So that's that's really great. So sort of to recap, the the whole point in this is to get families talking to each other, right? Yes. To get connection back. We are all disconnected, and I am aware that there are times in my day where we are all in separate rooms doing separate things, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel good to me, right? So to really get conversation happening, to understand your kids better. Right. To address Mm -hmm. stress and feelings and thoughts that don't validate
2: it, period. I think uh, just because I think a lot of people think that little kids, because they're little, their problems are little to them. It's the whole world. Mm -hmm. Um, So to be able to validate it and to create that space is is really important.
0: And validation and empathy. When you give that to your kids, you do that whether you agree or not. It's not you, empower about it,
1: them. you empower them to, to have a stronger life with, with mm-hmm. more openness. I mean, it's beautiful to do that. And we all wish, well, I could only speak from personal experience. I wish my dad and, and my mom, that they're fantastic parents, but you know, their own suppressions got them. And, and unfortunately, they weren't also bred in a place that they would also be open with that. So that's, that's yeah. great that you, you, you believe that and you also think that. And I'm glad that uh, our generation is starting to think in that manner. Um, Not that they never did, uh, but definitely we're starting to actually implement it as a norm.
0: Well, I think what's happened is this is the first time in history, and I say this a lot, where, where, where we are saying, you know what, it doesn't feel good to parent my kids the way I was parented, with shame, with suppression of emotions. I mean, in my house, when somebody was mad at somebody, we stopped talking. To mm-hmm. each other, like guilty. It was like a total shunning. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" It's like I, I, it didn't feel right for me uh, growing up, and you know, yes. for sure, we don't do that now. But but it is still my default setting that I have to fight against, right? And so so we have to fight. We, what what this is is being intentional about where we want to go and not just relying on autopilot or being reactive. Like you're talking about being proactive, and I love yes. that so much. Yeah, so and being
2: accountable. We need to be accountable for our actions. We need to be accountable for how we make other people feel and also ourselves.
0: How we make ourselves feel, yeah.
2: The more we know about ourselves and how we work, how we can calm ourselves or what stresses us out, it's going to empower us to live our best life when we know more about ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. So what I hear you saying is is also, and you didn't say it, but what I I, I think of the mom who's listening who is so overwhelmed that she just can't even. Like I just can't even. Yeah, we've but all been what there. Yeah. Oh, me too. Um and and it's 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 like, hey, you know what? There are some things you can do. Like even when you're overwhelmed, you can still find joy. You know, mm-hmm. even when you're struggling, there is still joy and there are ways to calm yourself down. Yes, um yes. and also your children, right? So even when there are so much going on. And, and the reality is, is that it is a time of great stress and anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is. And and so it's about finding our way through it, where if we can pick up some tools now when we need it the most, we're going to always have those. So when the next big thing happens, that we're a little bit better off, right? Yes, we're a little yes. bit mentally capable, emotionally capable of, of taking yes, it on yes. and more resilient, really. hmm Awareness
1: yeah. is key. Really, awareness is the ultimate goal of life. If you can achieve awareness, you've achieved um, basically anything you want in life. If you tackle everything with awareness, then you would, in theory, not be ignorant. Uh, in theory, you'd be seeking knowledge and looking to enrich yourself every day. In theory, you'd be open uh, with people. So truly the goal, I think, for everyone should be awareness and mm-hmm. how to achieve that. Everyone has their own specific journey. Uh, but our goal through these, this vehicle is through conversation starting and to being aware about your own feelings at the onset of children, which of course the most vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, and where suppressions are built and when suppressions, most suppressions are built. Uh, mm-hmm. Therefore for us, that's why we focus in that niche, but absolutely, yeah. you're absolutely correct that every single human, every single person uh, needs these kinds of um, Kickstarters in their own life to reflect back, to do self-reflection, and be open with themselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to end on one really interesting note. So I want to I want to say you've got a sensory toy in there. You've got the calendar in here, the thought or the the conversation starter cards, the book. You have a game. You have the guide. But who is Novex Navare? <laughs> <laughs> So Tell me about he, this little person here. So <laughs>
2: this little guy is a power of strength. Him and his brother Spark, uh, Spark Navari, they are the leaders of
0: the members, uh, Marbles squad. And okay, so there, that, that's how you bring in Wicks and Marbles, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I, actually,
1: I, I, I'm the Marbles, she's the Wits. That's how we bring the that wits. in.
2: Not today.
0: So <laughs> what does the, the Wits mean?
2: So wits and marbles, just different names for thoughts and brains and, okay. and being mindful, uh, just different names to, to to speak about our thoughts. But the,
0: but the cool thing is that I really wanted to bring up is this little character that if you're listening on a podcast, you can't see him, but he he is, no vex means like, don't worry, like, no, don't yeah. be upset. Like no
1: angry, no, yeah, yeah. don't be angry, exactly. And
0: yeah. then Navarre is a type of marble.
1: It is. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so you're using these marbles also to represent different cultures, nationalities, races, correct? Yes. So Novak is from
1: Spain uh, and in our next kit and his brother, Spark Navarre, uh, is in the four to eight kit. Uh, And then in our next inclusivity kit, uh, we have two sisters from a biracial family that are going to be guiding the user guide from Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, and in in their story in the user guides, we do uh, a little bit uh, nod to to their culture as well uh, by saying "habari," which anyone speaks Swahili. "habari" is hello, habari? is hi, uh, an informal hi. So we do put that in the user guide as well and try to have a little another layer uh, to it of of just bringing some interest and, and realism uh, into it, and that's sort of our vehicle, our mediums for how we educate uh, the children as well.
0: That is so great. And, and the reason I bring it up is because no detail has gone overlooked. And that is really Thank you. special. I really, Thank you. really Thank you. love that. So where can people get these boxes? How does it work? What does it cost? All that, all that stuff.
2: So uh, anyone can log on to witsandmarbles.com and that's w-i-t-z and marbles.com. And we have two types of kits for ages four to eight. Our premium kit is what you had so kindly purchased with all five of the different activities. We also have uh, an intro kit because we realized that money during this time has to be stretched for some people. So we wanted to be uh, very respectful of that. So uh, in that intro kit, we are including a book, book, our activity cards and the feelings tracking calendar.
0: Nice. Nice. And so what, what, what are your prices?
1: Uh, so the, the price, uh, Canadian price point is uh, $55 for the premium kits and approximately $30 uh, for the intro kit. And that's per month. And you can cancel any time. Uh, you can just purchase one if you so choose or you can purchase more. We do tackle a different theme in each kit, which mm-hmm. I think is important to note. Uh, and they're going to be relevant to the times as well. We have that flexibility uh, so that is very uh, important for people.
0: I just want to say for the amount of value that you get, the, that's really reasonable and Canadian dollar. I mean, you know, exchange rates pretty good right now. So yeah. for anybody <laughs> listening in the U S it's like yes. 30% yeah. less than that. So we do
1: ship to U S and we do, it, and we do awesome. have a low, uh, low flat rate shipping uh, for U S and Canada. In fact, we have several U S customers, which we're very thankful for. And yeah. in fact, as I said, Nina, based in Los Angeles, we have a lot of, Ties to US as well.
2: That's and awesome. I, yeah. I think the other thing that I, I really want to reiterate is that uh, I know $50 is a lot of money for some people, but this is not a kit that's a one time use. It's not something that you're going to put together, put on a shelf, and leave it. This is uh, a resource that your children and that families can come back to on a daily basis, on a weekly, monthly basis. This is something that should be a staple in people's homes to always be able to, to refer back to individually and as a, as a family.
0: Yeah. Well, and I appreciate you addressing that because it's not insignificant for, for some families. Um, and you guys are so generous because you're giving a couple kits away. We are. Okay. Social, what you have to do is email uh, my team and I at admin at parentingforconnection.com. So A-D-M-I-N. At parentingforconnection.com. Um, and you just put your name and say, I want a kit, include your name, your mailing address, and we'll put you in a draw. And we're gonna give away one from each age category, correct? Yes. Yes, we will. Yes, awesome. And I'll share links in the show notes. So for any of you that are curious where the show notes are, um, you go to like if you're listening on iTunes, you go to iTunes, you go to the episode, and then this is episode website. When you go to the episode website, you're taken to this weird kind of black and white website, but that's where all the show notes are for everybody who wants to to listen. If you want to see us, you can see us on YouTube. That's where my podcast also is uh, is available, and on any other uh, podcast platform as well. So I just want to thank you so thank you. much, Kristen Kave, for for wanting to be the change that you wanna see in this world. It is a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you for making it easier for families to connect, for providing a resource that is not just really fun and uh, and exciting, it's also you know, relatively reasonable in price and tons of value. So I, I think you guys are amazing. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you me. for your time and for Thanks, having Robin. us on your show.